When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Razavani for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. With me on Zoom today, got the knowledge himself, Mr. Spencer Ferron. Spence, always a pleasure. Firstly, how are you? How is the family? Are we all well? Every, everything's blessed. Everything's really, really good. So, yeah, mate, I just count my blessings, bro. I, I was saying to you off camera, you were looking a bit slim, uh, young. Um, what's the secret? A juice diet, my friend. I did, uh, I did a 10-day juice diet. And I, uh, I lost... I did a stone. Because, like, I was around Tundi's, Tundi Ajayi, and I was sat down. He said, bro, your belly's looking fat. And I said, nah, bruv, <laughs> that's, that's straight away. You know what I mean? So I juiced, juiced for 10 days and um, and just did shadow boxing, shadow boxing uh, uh, in my garden. And yeah, in 10 days, I lost a stone. So, yeah. Let's juice. But I'm, a chick, I'm really receptive to any form of anything. Like, if I run for, if I was to be on the road and run for a bus, I lose half a stone. My body drops weight crazy. But of recent, especially with the lockdown, I've, I've put a lot of weight because I make a, I make a mean steak and I ain't going to lie. <laughs> it was like, and I've got to cut, I start cut out eating red meat and stuff like that. But yeah, but I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Looking good, looking good. Um, Spence, want to jump straight into it. We saw uh, the return of arguably the pound for pound number one fighter in the world, Canelo. returned back into the ring on Saturday night um, against... Abney Yildirim. Now, a lot of people criticise him, Canelo, for fighting someone like Abney Yildirim, who hasn't fought for two years, but people need to understand there's a mandatory uh, system and protocols that must be followed. And Canelo could have easily delayed the fight and taken it in May, but he's taken the fight nice and early, so it frees him up in the, the months he likes to fight in May and September. But a lot of people expected Abney to bring it, and obviously with Joe Diaz in his corner as well. But just have... Why would why you see people why why because because Joe Diaz was in the corner. What does that mean? Joe Diaz is not gonna fight. Let's let's be real. It 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 was what it was. You know what I mean? Uh is is last time I the only time I've seen him fight prior was when he got knocked out by Chris Uman Jr. Right? Um but also when you look at how good Canelo is, he's he, he's superb. So it doesn't matter. Is the thing is like Canelo's willing to fight the best anyway, so he can be kind of excused because he was number one contender. But <sighs> thank God he's now going to be fighting Billy Joe Saunders, who's a real live um, um, contender, not even contender because he's a world champion himself. So that you know, what I mean? but we got to see him, and I think it was more to do with the spectacle. I thought it was excellent, the build up and everything else, and how he came out with the, with the rappers and. The fireworks exploding. It was it was hyped, and it was like 
that was that was very very entertaining and Canelo's performance. We know that Canelo's a superb fighter anyway. He's absolutely superb. So to be up against Yuldrin, who is three or four levels below him, right? How do we? You know what I mean, but regardless of that, it's still artful butchery. There are guys, if you go all right throughout history, like I like to bore people. I remember um, Sugar Ray Leonard fighting in 1982, fighting a guy called Bruce Finch. And uh, Bruce Finch was nowhere in Ray Leonard's league. And it was just how Leonard just dispatched of him. See what I'm trying to like? It was like, it was artful butchery, artful butchery. And we saw the same thing with, with Canelo. Like, wow. Incredible. Spence, obviously, we'll get to Billy Joe shortly, but we know he's teamed up with Eddie Hearn recently for a couple of fights. Does he look like a different fighter to you? Does he look like a more happy fighter to you? Obviously, we know he had this issue with Golden Boy, etc. But it seemed like he's just... The passions exceeded all of a sudden. He does look happy. You know what I mean? It's not being... It's been well documented of his rift between him and Oscar De La Hoya. So, obviously, now, you know what I mean? Um, happy fighters are good fighters. And just by, you know, even more so, seeing him in the change room and stuff like that, seeing how, relaxed, how, yeah, sure. Sorry about that, how relaxed he is and, and everything was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a pleasure to see. Um, and just the performance. Regardless, whoever he's got in front of him, because, hey, what? You mean, a couple months ago, you just fought Callum Smith, right? Callum Smith is the best at the time, the best super middleweight in the world. You know, look what he's done to him. So we can't take away nothing from Kilo's. Kilo's bad, man. This. I mean, enjoy it. Enjoy him while he's here because he's a he's he's going to go down in history as an all time great, not just a great Mexican fighter, but an all time great. And people are saying that already now. He's the greatest Mexican fighter of all time, right? I'm going to argue who don't see that Chavez until Canelo retires. When he retires, then we'll see. But right now, still who don't see that Chavez. And these young kids should never forget that great man. Who don't see that Chavez was absolutely superb. Billy Joe Saunders was announced as May 8th opponent. Uh, obviously, Billy holds one of the belts that Canelo wants, the WBO strap. Spence, what chances do you give Billy Joe? Now, a lot of people look at Billy's performances against Andy Lee, uh, look at his performance with David Lemieux and say he's slick, southpaw, feet movement, keeps the distance, keeps the range. He's in and out. He'll be hard to hit. But Billy hasn't really produced those performances as of late over his last couple of performances that he's had last uh, Martin Murray, um, and then obviously fought on the YouTube card. So he hasn't really brought in those performances that we've have seen of him in the past. So is Billy this type of fighter that he has to have a big name to bring the best out of him? Listen to me. Billy Joe Saunders is an occasion fighter. He doesn't fight occasionally, but now he's not, he's not fighting too... He's fighting very sporadically, but he's an occasion fighter. And the bigger the name, the the, the best Billy Joel we're going to see, right? Because he needs something to put that firecracker up his, up his, yeah, up his backside. And I think he's going to get that. You're going to get that because you're fighting Canelo. You're fighting an elitist. Billy Joel's very, very good. Very good. 
Um, and yes, you'd have to favor Canelo to be him. But never write off Billy Joe. Never. Because the guy's multifaceted. He's a very, very good talent. Um, he's got very good lateral movement. His, his footwork's incredible. I'm telling you this now. His footwork is incredible. So you get, like, his footwork is like if you mix Torval and Dean with Michael Jackson and Pele, you get Billy Joe Saunders. Simple as that. So anyone want to, don't write, write off Billy Joe at your peril. Of course, Cologne's going to be an overwhelming favourite going into this fight. But I know Billy Joe's not coming for a paycheck and he's also not coming to lay down. Billy Joe is actually a fighting man. All right? Just look at him. He's demeaning everything else. He's a fighting man. But you have to say Cologne to win, but never write off Billy Joe's hands. Spence, can we take anything away from that Lara fight? I know it was seven years ago and Canelo has significantly improved as a fighter, but can we take anything from that Lara fight? Why? Because Billy's a southpaw, Lara's a southpaw? Yeah. Two different styles, though. Lara was very, very allowed Hill Graham in that fight. A few young kids got to watch Hill Graham. Incredible fighter. One of Britain's greatest fighters. Never to win a world title. Challenged for a world title <clears throat> three times, but never won it against really good fighters. But, you know, it's, I can't take nothing from that. But what I do know is, go look when um, Canelo is not the same fighter from the Lara fight. He's certainly not the same fighter from the Austin Trout fight. I mean, he, Austin Trout gave him a run, gave him a very good run. My opinion, I thought Lara could have got the nod in that fight. But you are against the superstar in Canelo, so straight away that fight starts your two rounds down anyway. Right? But also, Lara didn't try to stamp his authority on, on Canelo. And we know why, because Canelo can whack. But Billy Joe, Billy Joe's in with a chance. And, but the thing what scares me is this I would have preferred if I'd have seen on the record of Billy Joe him having a victory over someone like a Daniel Jacobs. Right? I'd have preferred to have seen and say, All right then, I'm looking on. I'm looking on B Billy Joe's um, 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 resume, and I've and I've seen even Austin Trout. You know I mean I've seen those kind of names to say, right, well, that's that, that's kind of preparing you for that for that step up, or him guiding with a Golovkin. That's preparing you for that step up. So you gotta say, well, who's the best name on Billy Joe's uh, resume? You're gonna say most probably um, David Lemieux because of the hype and he could punch and all the rest of it. So we've got to say like, but, and Andy Lee, that was a very, very good win. Um, Cause Andy Lee's a very, very good, very good, very, very good boxer. Uh, and, and he could punch as well from his position. But so, but I can't really read into it too much, but I do know there was an old adjective that Mexican fighters can't handle speed, right? Um, but I think whereas Canelo is so well-rounded like he knows like his timing of his shots they are superb but one thing I'm going to keep on saying again I know Billy Joel Saunders is coming to fight right but he's coming to fight and that guy's got tricks man he's got loads of tricks you know what I mean you go wrap up uh 
Copperfield and Paul Daniels, the guy's got tricks. He's gonna have to use everything. He's gonna have to use everything that he's got uh, to try and to try and um, secure victory. Spence, Callum, um, Canelo said when he fought Callum Smith, he took a week out and then he went back straight into the gym, started to train for his mandatory. He's now about eight and a half, nine weeks away from Billy Joe. So he's not going to spend too much time outside of the gym. A week, maybe eight, nine days. So with those back-to-back-to-back camps, maybe, is that a, a little advantage to Billy Joe? For Billy Joe? The fact Why? That, because that fact that Canelo has been in constant camp, the fact that he's constantly training and not resting as much? No. No, not at all. Um, you have to remember this, right? Joe Gallagher told me they got some minute amount of time, I think it was like four weeks, to prepare to go and fight Canelo. Four weeks to prepare for Canelo. So Canelo's the A side. He can dictate what he wants to go and dictate, Right? But Canelo knew he had to train for Callum Smith. Callum Smith's a good fighter, right? Yudrin, no disrespect to Yudrin. You know, you can just turn up and just do what you had to do. Make weight and just do what you had to go and do, right? But I would like to see, as Tyson Fury alluded to, I'd like to see Billy in, like, a little bit more fights going into this fight. But what I do know is, like, a motivated Billy Joel Saunders... He's going to give anyone trouble. I don't care who you are. And also, what we do know is that I've known Billy from a young from a young age, from the amateurs I've known him. Billy Joel, when that occasion gets to him, you, he performs. I just want you to realize this: Billy Joel will perform. So don't write him off. Okay, Spence. Well, as the fight draws near, I'm sure I'll be speaking to you more often and, and breaking that fight down in detail. Um, Spencer, I'm going to touch on another fight that took place on that on the card. Um, heavyweight, Chinese heavyweight Zhang for Forrest. Um, now, the bit I want to touch on is that Eddie Hearn said that Zhang could potentially be an opponent for anti-Joshua because of his... Obviously, he resides in China. China has a big following and it could be, yeah, be a, a mega fight. It'd be great, but he got a draw against Forrest. And I remember seeing when... Uh, when Forrest lost to Michael Hunter. I remember that fight. So, you just got a draw. And yet, economically, it makes sense, yeah? But Eddie Hearn shouldn't be calling no Zhang for potentially fighting Tyson Fury. I mean, sorry, potentially fighting Andy Joshua. There's only one name that Eddie Hearn should be calling right now. It's Tyson Fury. Make that fight happen. Don't be, don't be dangling carrots. Eddie Hearn's a G at what he does. I have to give him that. But no. Yeah, 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 you can have the fight in China and we can make so much money from the fight and blah, blah, blah. No, the people want to see anti-Joshua versus Tyson Fury. So forget about this. this that. And you know what? <laughs> I was speaking to people because I had seen that Chinese guy fight before and they were saying he was rubbish. And like, technically, he's not bad, you know. I thought he was going to be worse than... Because everyone was saying he was rubbish. I thought he was going to be worse than that. But I give Forrest all the credit in the world because Forrest... You know, like sometimes you're watching a fight, you're willing a guy, because he was the underdog as well, I'm willing a guy to come on because I was hearing a lot of hype about this, this, this Zhang Giza. And he, he stuck it on him. Um, he stuck it on him well. And he, and he was consistent with applied pressure in the, in the last 
two rounds. It was a 10 round fight, right? In the last two rounds, he did. He, he really bit down on his gum shoes. So I'm not giving all the credit on what. Uh, but I'm just going to be real. I'm not, I have no interest in watching that guy go and fight AJ at this present moment. None whatsoever. You got a draw against Forrest. So I you going to talk about making that fight. Give Eddie Hunt should be fair and give Forrest a rematch. That's what you should do. Get a guy a rematch. We'll see if that happens. Uh, Spence, we saw obviously on Saturday, early morning, um, Joseph Parker returned back into the ring after a year out. Uh, a lot of ring rust. Um, he said that himself. He's, he's, he was out for 12 months. Uh, but they're talking now about Joseph Parker and Derek Chisora. I know you know Derek very, very well. Derek obviously had that loss with um, Alexander Usyk, but Derek wants that fight. He is goading Joseph Parker and saying, I want that fight. Joseph Parker says, I want that fight. So is that a good fight for both fighters at this stage? It's got to happen. Both, both guys said they want the fight. It's got to happen. I like Joseph Parker a lot. Good guy. Really, really nice guy. Really humble human being. And so is Derek. Forget about the shenanigans that he gets up to in all the rest of us for camera. Derek is one of the coolest guys you could, you, could, you could meet. He's such a cool guy. And they should fight. It, that would be a fun fight. You know what you're saying? Like, oh, I want to see a fun fight. That fight there would be a fun fight. You know what I mean? Um, because Joseph Parker doesn't really take a backward step. And, and neither does Derek Chisora. So it would be a fun fight. And it's a fight that we'd have to see. I thought, and I've got to say this, I thought Joseph Parker was very, very fortunate to get the win against Far. I thought Far actually won the fight. But the maddest thing is this, I reckon Far could go fight anybody else now and lose to him and not fight that way. But when you have uh, um, two Kiwis in there, they're going to go at it because it's pride. It's a, it's a cultural pride thing. But you know what? But, uh, and my heart goes out to Far because I thought he'd done enough to win. And, and I like Josie Parker because Josie Parker was a bit relieved and shocked at the same time that he got the decision. But that's a gentleman that I like, Josie Parker. He's a proper gentleman. Proper, proper gentleman. But yeah, Derek Cesaro and that, that's the fight. I'd love to see that fight. It'd be a good fight. Okay. Okay, Spence. I, I did say I was going to keep it short and sweet. I think I've left it short and sweet. Uh, I'm not sure how long we've done, but appreciate you, your time as as always. Uh, and I will be nagging you in a couple of weeks for another interview, probably. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No. I just want everyone who's listened to this, thank you for listening. And I'm saying this to people. Waking up in the morning is such an underrated blessing. It's underrated. So if you've woken up, you got a roof over your head, you got food in the fridge, and you know where your next meal's coming from, and you got health and strength, you've won. You know what I mean? Your competition with nobody else bar yourself. That is it. Because you know what? There's no such thing as a life better than your own. Because no one can have your life. I want you to realise that. I say this to my kids all the time. You're the best. You're not better than anybody else. No one's not better than you, but you are the best. I say it to my kids every single day. You know what I mean? I say to anyone listening to air, if you've got those things, health, strength, roof over your head, knowing next one's coming from, and you're saying, spread love, give love. Simple as that. Peace, two fingers, I'm out. I mean to that. Spencer Veron, IFL TV, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.